All right, guys. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about in-home sales. I want to talk to you about identifying the most important factors when it comes to approaching people. We are no longer estimating. Okay. Estimating is for the average contractor. And unfortunately, we cannot be in the same conversation of an average contractor because the bar is too low. So we need to learn how to sell. Don't get it twisted. Selling is not manipulative. Don't think, wow, I'm being too forward or I'm not in a position of a, of a salesperson. I'm a contractor. No, you have to be a salesperson if you want to succeed. So we're going to talk sales principles in this episode. I'm going to give you some tools that you can use today. So I'm going to try to keep this episode short so you can get out there, use it today, get better at it, practice, and ultimately increase that closing ratio. Okay. So jump in this, try to listen to it all the way through in one shot just so you can grasp the concept. Listen to it twice if you have to, just to make sure that you catch everything. That's what I would do. I would listen to it twice. So listen to it through. You're going to hear some principles that kind of just, you know, don't try to think of everything as I'm saying it, just kind of digest it and then go back and listen to it. And you will be a better salesman today if you do so. So thank you guys for listening to this. I'm excited for you to check it out. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, guys, we're going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to give you a snippet of a famous salesperson that you probably have heard of, and he's going to explain some of the principles that I teach um, because, again, it doesn't matter what type of salesperson you are. These principles are the same, and I want you to hear it from a different voice for once because um, it might drive the point home. And my goal is for you to be an expert salesperson. I want you to be able to because here's the thing. Sales is the heartbeat of your business. If you can't sell, you can't grow. So we need to focus on this heavily. We need to get good at it because selling puts food on the table. All right. And that's, that's what it's all about guys. So check this out, this little snippet here, and then we'll dive into today's episode. Can you please sell me this pen? <laughs> so let me, let me tell you what that whole exercise really stands for. Right? So the whole sell me this pen narrative is really, it's a test that you give to a salesman to see if they really understand what selling is all about. If you ask someone who's not a professional salesman who doesn't have the right instincts, they'll start actually trying to sell you a pen. This pen is great. This pen writes upside down. It's the best value for its money. This pen will last forever. Buy this pen. Here's the thing. The only one rational thing you could do when someone says, sell me this pen, and that is to start asking them questions. So tell me, how long have you been in the market for a pen? What type of pens have you used in the past? Is it a business or personal? Typically, when you buy a pen, what type of money do you spend on one? Do you buy expensive pen? I, you, the, the, the key to selling is to find out, step one, what are your clients' needs, values? What pain are they looking to resolve? What, what do they need? And you're looking to fill that need at the most basic level, right? Well, when you just go out and try to sell something, so like, what you're saying is, I don't give a shit about you. I'm just going to ram this down your throat, right? I want to know what you need. I want to know what you've done in the past. So you ask questions. If I ask someone, hey, so how long have you been in the market for a pen? They say, oh, I'm not looking for a pen. Great. Have a nice day. I don't sell people the things that people aren't looking for. I wouldn't try to sell you a pen if you're not looking to buy a pen. So that's, and if someone said to me, I say, wow, this person really knows how to sell. 
because the biggest mistake that rookie sales will make is they try to sell to everybody versus weeding out people who are not interested and only selling to those who are. So I ask questions, but not any question. I ask pointed questions to identify what type of pens you use in the past, how much money you have. Now the pen is like a youth visit for any product, right? By doing that, I can get a good sense of what you're about. And then when I'm done asking my questions and I know what I need to know, I'll say, well, based on what you said to me, this pen is perfect. You let me tell you why. And now I'm actually matching my pen to what you need. And I tailor that presentation to fill that name. And it's much more elegant. All right. So however you feel about Jordan Belfort or the Wolf of Wall Street, that doesn't matter. The reason why I brought this into this podcast was because I wanted you to hear a different perspective. Um, and I really want you to understand that the sales principles of great salesmen, of people that have done this for their you know profession for years are all the same, right? And it, it really boils down to this. And I want to help you understand that even though you're in the trades, even though you're a contractor, you should be doing this because ultimately this is smart selling. This is this is how you do it. And ultimately, the first thing we need to do is we need to identify what the underlying need or desire is, okay? And how do we do that? As uh, Mr. Belfort said in this talk here, you ask the right questions, okay? So the questions are going to give you a roadmap, okay? When you ask somebody, why do you want this job done? They are going to either identify a need or a desire. A, a need would be um, you know, let's say for example, oh, the HOA sent us a letter. We need to get it done. So you as the contractor recognize that this is a time sensitive project. Okay. So what if you have somebody that has a desire? Well, we just want to change the color. Okay. So you have somebody that wants, um, you know, the, the appeal of the project to look better. And this could be the same for a bunch of other trades. If you're a flooring contractor, oh, uh, we just want to change the flooring out. We want it to look better. If you're a, you know, if they have a, a need, oh, there's water damage and it needs to come up. Okay. Time sensitive versus appeal. Okay. So you have to have a different approach for each one, right? So in the example of him selling a pen, yeah, I could say, hey, we, we offer paint services. Um, you know, okay, we'll give you an estimate for the paint service, right? And that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't give the customer the feeling that the the need or the desire is being met. That's just somebody you know providing exactly what I'm looking for, right? But we need to get down to a deeper level with the individual and align with that need or desire. So you need to have two different types of sales approaches, right? So the first one would be time sensitive approaches, okay? Because time sensitive means that this need needs to be fixed, filled, or uh, a solution needs to be provided or something bad is going to happen. Now, I'm not saying we need to highlight that, but we should make the customer aware. So let me give you an example. So if the customer comes to me and says that the house is fading and there's cracks all over the house that need to be filled, I'm going to emphasize that this needs to be addressed as soon as possible because water is already seeping in. Right. And you're going to have to find whatever those needs are. And you're going to have to emphasize what the result of not taking care of it in a time sensitive way is going to result in. And that doesn't mean you're being aggressive. That doesn't mean you're being too forward. You are educating. OK, so don't think that you're you know, creating fear. You're not creating fear. Creating fear is when I used to sell life insurance, I'd have to say, well, if somebody dies and you don't have life insurance, guess what? You're going to be out. It's going to be miserable. That is creating fear. This is educating the customer. Okay. So don't think that you're doing something wrong here because I'm all about integrity in sales, right? I'm never going to make pressure somebody into doing something, but I will educate the heck out of you. So you are the one that's making the decision because I'm giving you the reasons and the, and the facts behind the decision to help you make an educated one. 
Now, so when it comes to educating the customer, right? So what we're doing is we're emphasizing time sensitive, right? So then I would come in after that and say, look, my main focus on this sales interaction is how efficient we are, okay? And I wanna mention what date we can come in to do the job, right? So I'd say, listen, we have a team of four. Uh, this is something that we definitely wanna get done as soon as possible. And looking at my schedule, I believe I have an opening within two weeks if we can get the ball rolling and everything lines up today, right? So this is all being done before I even quote the project, estimate the project, nothing. We're just we're just talking about the need, right? So I narrowed down two things. First thing I did, I asked the customer why they wanted the job done, right? And then I went into, okay, this customer told me that they have a need. I recognize that needs are time sensitive. So now that I know that it's time sensitive, what am I going to emphasize about me? We are a company that can deliver the solution to this need in a time sensitive fashion, right? So although yes, all that would have been true, I narrowed it down. So the customer now focuses, okay, wait, this company here identified my need, knows that this needs to be done and can deliver the solution quickly. Now, let me give you another example that's not so much of a physical need. Let's say somebody's moving into the house, right? So you may get somebody that requests an estimate and maybe they didn't tell you that they were moving and you're just kind of going along as if it's a normal estimate. You're going to say, okay, we'll come out and kind of lackadaisical about the whole thing without asking the question. Yeah. So why are you wanting the house painted? Oh, well, we're actually getting ready to sell. Oh, you're getting ready to sell. Okay. Has the house been listed yet? Well, no, it hasn't been listed yet. Okay. Well, you know, real quick, just so you know, I wanted to give you an idea real quick how we're able to assist on getting this house on the market, right? So essentially, we do come with a team of four and judging by what you're telling me, this project shouldn't extend further than four days or whatever the case is, guys, you're gonna have to work this out. But you know, this shouldn't extend past four days. And then, you know, uh, we'll get in there and get out so you can get this house on the market. So we identified that the need is getting the house ready to sell, you're aligning yourself up with um, providing a solution that gets them uh, the end result that they're after much quicker. Okay. So that's the need side. Okay. Now desire is a little more tricky, but we can still provide solutions to desire. Okay. So in the painting business, the customers usually desire appeal. Now, same thing with flooring, same thing with sometimes with roofing, some people will change the color of the roof. I I've seen it done. So they're not crazy. It's very rare, but it happens. Um, uh, let's see some other crown molding, trim work, uh, fences. So like any of those, there is desire based needs there. Okay. Desire based, excuse me, desire based motivation. So if you have somebody that says, well, I just want to change the way things look, or I just want to change the color, or I really want something to, I want, I want it to really pop. Right. So we have cabinet coating companies. We have anything that just is, is the primary motivation is appeal. We have a bucket of people that think that the primary motivation is appeal. And then we have a bucket of people that have a primary motion of just appeal. So let's start with the people that think they just have a primary mo emotion of uh, motivation of just appeal. So these people are, are people that come to me and say, Tanner, I just want to change the color. And this is usually on the outside of the house. So I'm going to give you this example. And they'll say, Tanner, I just want to change the color. I say, great, well, let's do a quick walk around, right? And then as I'm doing the walk around, I'm pointing out things that they didn't notice, right? So if the window needs caulking, if, the, uh, if there's cracks in the stucco, or if there's paint fading, or if there's rotting wood, or if there's anything that I can highlight actually mr and mrs homeowner there's a need here i'm not going to say that but i'm going to go right back to what i was just explaining to you guys of identifying the need right and then highlighting 
the urgency behind that need. So if I can identify a need, then I'm going to do that because I would much rather sell a job with the customer understanding that this is a need-based job rather than a desire-based job. Why? Because need-based jobs close a lot quicker and people will pay more for those because ultimately there's a need here that could create an a greater problem. And again, this is not being dishonest. This is educating people who do not know. Okay. So I'm not going to come up with some fake reason why they need the, the, the job done. I'm going to really look for things that could say, Hey, I know you just want to change the color, right? But your stucco's cracking and I can already see that water is seeping in through here. Okay. What's behind your stucco? Well, you have block block is porous. What's behind that drywall. Okay. Now we're getting into the potential of mold. This needs to be filled and it needs to be painted with a really good product and you won't see these cracks again. So when it comes down to price, can you justify the need when you see a high price? Yes. Is it harder to justify the want? When you see a high price, yes. So we want to always try to transition people that think they have an appeal-based motivation to a need-based motivation, okay? So let's go to the third bucket here, okay? So we have three buckets now. We have need-based motivation. We have people that are appeal-based motivation, right? So these are people that um, are appeal, but there's a sub-bucket in there of people that think they have an appeal, and we actually transition them to a need, and then we have people that are just an appeal. These are people, usually cabinet um, cabinet refinishing, people that just want to change their floor out because they just want to change the look, uh, people that do trim work and just want to change the baseboards or the door frames, right? So appeal. So how do we how do we provide solution to appeal? So let me give you an example how I do it. So whenever somebody tells me, Tanner, I just want to change the color, I'd say, fantastic. Have you chosen colors before? Or have you chosen colors already? And I'd say eight out of 10 people tell me no. Okay, so don't think just because I'm a painting contractor, this is the only way you can provide, uh, you know, solutions for appeal. Uh, flooring contractors, you guys should be saying, okay, have you chosen a floor floor yet? Okay, no, haven't chosen a floor yet. Have you chosen a style of crown molding or trim work? No. Uh, have you chosen a style of granite? No, I haven't. Okay, so these are these are your ends here. This is your ability to provide value. Okay, so ultimately that's what we're doing here. We are providing value and we are aligning our sales process with what their motivation is. So we're speaking the same language. Okay, so we have flooring, uh, crown molding, granite, you know, roofing. If you want to say, hey, have you chosen a shingle type? Have you chosen a color? Right. So this is appeal based motivation and you're providing solutions for those appeal based motivations. And I'd say, oh, you haven't chosen a color yet. No problem. So what we do is we actually provide a free color consultation to make it easy for you. I think there's over 60 million shades of color and we're going to help you narrow them down to three, you know, and we'll get a nice laugh out of that and say, and they'll say, really? Yeah, it, it's great. So you landscaping contractors out there, I know that you could do 3d, um, you know, uh, what, what are those things called? Um, you know, where you put together a, a mock-up of what it's going to look like. Uh, those of you guys who use ColorSnap, you can spend time with the customer on the iPad showing them, you know, what different paint schemes look like. These are things that I've done that have separated myself from the competition, right? So it's like what we need to do is we like, would you be focusing on all those things as heavily as you are when people have appeal-based motivations if somebody has a need and they're trying to sell their house, right? If they say, Tanner, I'm trying to sell my house. Am I going to sit there and say, oh, well, have you uh, spent time selecting colors yet? And then, uh, oh, well, we do a free color consultation and I'm not going to whip out my iPad and start like 
color dropping colors on there. No, they want to know, hey, what's the color that sells? I would just immediately go, hey, accessible beige is a great color. Repose gray is a great, a great color. Killing beige is a great color. You know, we can get those three samples to you. Those are my most popular um, for sale colors, right? So like, again, I'm aligning with the people that have need-based values and motivations. And then I'm aligning with people that have appeal base, right? There's only two. So ultimately you're going to, you got to start paying attention to the different motivations that happen. And then you need to start providing solutions. All right. Don't think this is major work here. I mean, there's only three and one of them you're trying to transition back to a need. So you only need to focus on two solutions, right? Two sales approaches to the two different types of solutions. So I know this is deep, but I really want you to understand that again, the entire premise here is building value. Okay. Let's talk real quick about what building value does. So we build value with customers based off of how, well, we can meet their needs and provide solutions, okay, to their problems. Okay, so that that's one part of it. The other thing that we do to build value more so in the appeal based motivating co uh, customers is what we do is we provide solutions that ease the pain of making decisions, right? So how hard is it for somebody to pick colors on their house? Very hard. They don't want to make a wrong decision. So what do we do? We help them make a better decision. So you landscaping contractors and anyone else that can do, um, man, I'm really forgetting this word of what it is when you do a, a, a mock-up. Just you know, follow me here, guys. So you do a mock-up, right? So you're easing the pain of the unknown of what it's going to look like, right? Because this is usually a big investment. So you should invest in these, these sorts of things to help your customers feel good about making the decision, right? And usually when people don't make a decision after you've done everything right, it's because they have more questions than you've provided answers to. And it's not so much that you didn't provide answers. Maybe you were providing answers to the wrong questions. And the chances are it's because you didn't sell in the right direction, right? So, man, I could go on for days on this, guys, but I don't want to give you too much. I want you to just focus um, today on finding out what your customer's motivating factor is, right? And we, we have to identify whether it's a need or if it's a want. And just practice it, guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to have to happen whether or not you know, it's going to happen. Like you're going to find out, just don't let it be too late. Right. I, I think that if you could start the conversation off, understanding what the motivating factor is and directing the, the entire sales process, like your customers shouldn't be telling you like, like shouldn't be guiding you during the sales process. You need to guide the customer. Right. So for me, it's like, all right, number one, identify the motivation. Okay. Number two, find out what the barriers are guys the barriers are usually colors or usually timetables that are stopping us from moving forward number three find out what the anticipated um job time is and obviously we would know that if if it's urgency uh based motivation okay which is need-based motivation a lot here guys thank you for listening i hope you got something out of this please reach out to me on instagram if you have any questions if you want to dive deeper on this guys go to right now it's still on tradethrive.com uh, I have a sales course there for you. Um, if you go to sellpaintjobs.com and you download the free painting business pricing calculator, um, and right now it's only for sales uh, painting businesses, but uh, maybe later on I'll make something for all trades, but uh, you get it half off. So if you go through, you download the calculator, the next page will give you the sales course for half off. So if you want to check it out, you want to learn some of this stuff in a little more detail, actually a lot more detail, um, go check that out. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you use this today and you guys crush it.
Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.